My name is Ndi Manenya Mtsengarabudi and I'm the host of the Evolve Top. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of your favorite podcast show. Do enjoy this episode with Kuriso as the guest host. Today or this week we're speaking about an issue that um it's really close to my heart or has been close to my heart of recent times and i i invited these three very good friends of mine to join us um but now we, we just have kabelo uh, chavalala and nonkule kontsimande and later bohanya who will join us as we go on um Well, maybe just to start with you, the topic that we're talking about this week is men or male privilege, and I didn't want to narrow it down to one 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 part of life, you know, because I wanted us to explore it as broadly as we could, um, be it professionally, be it in a family setup, be it um, with your friends or wherever. But if someone was just to say to you, Cabello, man or male privilege, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Sure. Um, good, good day, good afternoon to everybody. Uh, evening, I suppose. Uh, to me, a lot of things come to mind. And I think on a generic, is understanding that as a man, I have an advantage over women on a lot of things. So it be job opportunities, it being being able to just walk in the streets and actually having less fear of being violated by anyone. It also means that the world, unfortunately, is still a world that is run by men, meaning I stand a better chance than the next woman of the same age or even of the same color to get an opportunity over them. So it's not something that I am proud of, but when I hear it, it already sucks that I, I, I have an advantage over somebody that I'm supposed to be equal to. I have an advantage over somebody that myself and her are supposed to actually be on the same starting level. When I hear that word, I know that already they're sitting it screams patriarchy, it screams misogyny, it screams all things that put a woman or makes a woman count uh, or, or, or be in a secondary position. So it says all the wrong things, actually. But when I see a male privilege, it means that I have something that a woman doesn't have. Yeah, and, and I, I like the fact that you, because when it comes to, to, to male privilege and to, to to an extent, um, everything that is something to do with uh, gender-based violence in this country and in the world, um, women have said enough time that men have to stop um, with the lip service. You know, we need to actually do something and have conversation and call each other out about these kind of things. And what I like about you is that you actually are working with the with, with the male child um, or with the boy child to 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 help them. 
um, understand what it is that uh, being a man entails. And we'll touch on that as we, we go on with the conversation. But I want to bring Kuli in here. Um, Kuli, just like just like Cabello, you 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 also do a lot of work uh, with a child, but you do a lot of your work with a girl child. Um, but before we get to that, um, your main privilege um, in, 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 in the space that you are, prof- you are in professionally or otherwise, what does that mean to you? What, 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 do, you, um, what, do, I, what do you associate male privilege with? Um, hi, good evening everyone. Um, so for me, um, I think Cabello summed it up properly. So male privilege is when men have more advantage than women. So it's it's getting to a job and look down at because you can't do what Cabello can do. So there's no way Guli Park there. We will talk to you when something like washing dishes pops up because you can't be um, a sports manager or something like that. It's when men feel like they can do whatever they want to women because they are more superior. You know, it actually upsets me. It upsets me because it happens so, so often. It happened to me recently and I was quite, quite pissed off. I went to to do a tattoo and this guy that was doing my tattoo was all over me, touching me all over and it pissed me off because you are supposed to be doing something yet here you are doing something else and you think I'm going to be okay with it, you know? So those type of things, they happen, they happen, they happen a lot. And I'm glad we have people mm. like Cabello who actually deal with boy children because I feel like it's something we need to deal with um, when kids are very, very, when these boys actually, when men are still boys. So, yeah. Um, Uncle, when you and I, <clears throat> when you and I met, <clears throat> when you and I met about five, mm. six years ago, you were. You were representing a footballer. Yeah. Um, you were doing um, PR work uh, slash marketing mm. for them. And a story, a funny story that I can tell you is that uh, about two or three seasons ago, there was a big transfer in South African football, and that transfer was orchestrated mm. by a woman. Uh, some of the guys, uh, one guy came to me, I remember we were at uh, Loftus, and he came to me and said um, that boy should not have taken that uh, that, that deal because um, Basari, w- wow. women can negotiate, you know, Basari David they suggest that women, um, that industry it, it, is not for women, but it, it is the same thing that brought you and I together. It's the same thing that I knew that you were very yeah. good at. Um, you know what I mean? So what does it mean to you, uh, the fact that sometimes you don't even, you are not even given a chance to compete, but just uh, the mere fact that you are a woman um, sort of like automatically uh, disqualifies you in the, into the competition. You don't even get yeah, a chance no, to compete. Yeah, it's, no, it's... it's... It's sad. It, it really is sad because us women really have to work twice as hard to prove ourselves. Um, sometimes you need to take pro bono work, you know, because I want to prove to you that I can do this. So it's, it's quite sad. I don't know if it will ever change, but it is what it is. Mm. Yeah. And Gabriel, your, your work with the, with, with, with the YMM boys, if you can just maybe 
paint a picture for us how how did it come about why did you guys start decide to start the movement um you know for for, for these young men what what was the reason behind it I, I'll probably mention two main, if not three main points. One, it was the issue of fatherlessness. Number two, it was the the young boys that I was seeing within my community and how they were already starting to portray uh, negative masculinity, which will breed uh, gender-based violence, right? Number three, a safe space for a boy child. Now that I've mentioned that he has an issue of fatherlessness and then he is already perpetrating some form of, of, of violence, it means that we need to have a space where we can deal with both these issues. So a safe space for young men to gather together and discuss their issues was very significant. It was something that we needed to do. And I also realized that often we have this, it's very it's very important for us to address um I mean uh victims on any issue for that matter. However, creating safe spaces for them, protecting them does not necessarily solve the problem. So one of the contributing things that I thought would help us to sort of speed up the process of eradicating violence within our society was to ensure that we mentor young boys. We start to nurture masculinity in a softer and a more progressive way so that we ensure that when these boys become men, they are better men than the previous generations of men. It was to ensure that um, they feel feelings. It was to ensure that they, they, they emote more than just anger, that they understand that crying is normal, that Indo-Daikali is not something that they should subscribe to. It was to equally ensure that the young boys understand that not having a father is not the end of your world, that it does not excuse you to portray any other un- unacceptable behavior within our society. It was also to cap the issue of um, rape culture. Uh, which is so normalized today within our society. It was also to teach these young boys about consent. And you realize this, that uh, they think they somehow confuse uh, forcing themselves onto somebody with persuasion. And there is actually a very bold, clear line between the two. And that is something that I wanted the boys to understand, that no means no, no is a full sentence. There's no need to vindicate it. So it was, it was those issues and more that led us to create the space to ensure that we create a new generation of men that are socialized completely different to the previous generations, socialized in a manner that they are not going to resort to violence to solve any matter, but they are going to treat women as their equals because they are their equals and ensure that there is absolutely uh, and there's, there's an, uh, an absolute eradication of, of the rape culture, there is an absolute eradication of patriarchy and toxic masculinity so that we have a healthier society where both men and women are safe. Mm. Uh, do you, Cavelo, in, in, in the space that you are in, because you, you are personally for me, you are one of my favorite writers when I read your, your stuff in the papers, um, and you write about um, different stuff that are 
affecting people on, on different levels of life. But in, in your professional space, have you, have you ever felt like um, even if you write um, a terrible piece, you know, have you ever felt like you, I don't know, your, your, your work is taken more seriously probably because of the fact that you are a man and some of your work, if it is substandard, if it was to be submitted by a woman, do you think it will get the rejection because it's submitted by a woman and it's substandard, but because it's you, um, there's, a, there's a level of trust that maybe the editors and the bosses have towards you as a male writer? Yeah, that's actually a very interesting question. On the contrary, uh, to find a man writing about social issues, uh, it's almost as though you're not taking seriously. And I have a case in mind because I wrote for a particular newspaper for uh, about two years, right? And the editor yeah. always considered me last because they would, you know, give preference to the political writers, um, the sports commentary, and many other things that are mainstream. Issues was never even a first or secondary issue. It was always one of those additional things, you know, never main. So you are almost always undermined uh, because I deal with soft issues, almost, you know, CC, Gaelish, uh, things that um, why would a man write about these issues? But I think it was after a year or so of um, prominence and recognition that they started to realize that the things that I'm writing for, I'm writing about particular men, the social issues, the gender issues that I am highlighting are very, very much important for us to discuss. They were never, they, they couldn't care. It was like, ah, it's just one of those. So it, it, it never, it was never really a privilege in, in the mainstream of writing. And I suppose maybe if it was writing about politics, it would have been different. Maybe if it was writing about business or economics, they would have uh, given me some sort of favor. But what it did there, it also questions um, uh, as a guy, what is your motive, which I like. So they wanted to be sure that I am not using this platform or advocating for feminism or advocating for equality, just so my own um, shortcomings regarding uh, messaging, regarding patriarchy. So it was actually a space where I had to certain tests to see that Cabello is genuine about these issues. This is what he represents. This is what he believes in. Every single platform even through my writing, I would be meeting very, very um, prominent people who are writing about this issue. Found uh, feminists who would sit in a panel and every time we discuss a different issue, they would want to look at me and see what is this man and how is this man going to contribute to this discussion. And I think that's when a lot of people over the years have realized that I am part of that team. I belong into that space where I'm saying, let's fight for equality and ensure that both men and women given equal opportunities. That's interesting. Your your Facebook your Facebook profile picture, you're wearing a t-shirt written everyone should be a feminist. And I'm gonna come back to that issue because it is interesting. It is an interesting one for me. Um you've spoken about the time where, where you were at your at, at the tattoo guy. What is it called? Is it yeah, tattoo parlor. Mm. And you, you you felt a certain way which you don't think you would have been made to feel that way if if you were if you were a man going into to, to get yourself um mm. a tattoo now that, 
obviously in a social space things like that to happen uh, at places like that it would probably happen at a place yeah. like church as well if, if if something like that happens in 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 a, in a professional space um you know at work now where you work is it does it had the same um or does it hurt more in a professional space because you as a woman you 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 desperately want to be considered an equal to all your definitely, colleagues definitely definitely i think um on a personal level when this happens you can easily say hey stop it leave me alone you know at work sometimes you feel like oh my gosh um if i have to stand up for myself i might lose my job other women here at work could actually say i'm lying what am i going to do plus i also want to be seen like i know what i'm doing like i know my job so this guy is now coming to harass me um telling me if you do this you will get this you know it's really really frustrating but um when it comes to work it, it it's more painful it's more painful because you have to sit and think of how am i going to address this yes we have sexual harassment policies we have whatever policies but who is going to believe me being a woman is very tough because we are we fighting against men and women also because you find that a lot of women in the workplace could also come and say you're lying because Kuniso is seen as someone who's hard working he's never done this to anyone what's so in, what's so special about you that he's going to try something with you so very tricky when it when it yeah. comes to to the workplace very very tricky. i mean how tough is, is it tougher for for you as 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 a woman who is as a black woman you know that that that's like a, a double jab sorry i'm saying as a black woman um you know in, in a professional space it must be um a double mm-hmm. as hard you know because you 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 are black and you are also a woman in a in a, in a space which um a lot of people will feel you have no business mm-hmm. being in there um because number one you are black and number exactly. two you are also a woman we are fighting white privilege we are fighting male privilege um it's a lot it's a lot catch all the tea after the break Are you wondering how I made this podcast episode? Do you want to start a podcast? Well, let me plug you real quick. I guess you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you. It's free. Yeah, you heard that right. It's free. There is a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Like I said earlier, we need to, as black women, we need to work twice as hard. We need to really prove ourselves 
at every chance we get. We need to show everyone that I am capable. I can do this. Um, you find men are very much relaxed, but you know, you know me, and you know I'm always working. Um, I'm working even now. Like when I'm done with this, I'm still gonna work because I always have to to show that I am capable. I can do this. I can do this better than others. And sometimes mm. it's not received the way I would like it to be, but I still continue. Mm. How? Uh- how do men meet you uh, meet you as, and when i say you i mean women in general how do we as men meet you guys um halfway or 75% over um in 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 this issue you know what is it that from a woman's point of view um except being mm-hmm. taken serious what is the other thing that as as men we can do um to make sure that you guys know and feel that you are as good you are equal to us as as your male uh, colleagues or competitors or whatever in in a workplace mm. in a workplace okay i think get get me involved get women involved in things that you do as men get women involved in decision making don't come and be like i've made this decision but let's make decisions together you know it, 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 whether it's at work whether it's in a relationship it works the same way if you're a male and i am under your leadership you need to trust your leadership enough to know that i've been leading fully for these couple of months surely now she can also lead you know you need to trust your own leadership enough to know that what you have put out there i have taken and i can learn from that and i can now lead others the way you have led me so i think if you involve trust mm. that's that's how we break this i i asked that question because <laughs> both of you you know just just how much i i love this mm-hmm. sport of cricket um what one of the things that happen in 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 cricket in in women's cricket around the world is that the the cricket ball that they play with is 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 about 5 grams lighter than the one that the men use the they use the same pitches um so the pitch will still be 20 20 meters long but the the ground the boundary the boundary line is brought in um so if from if they if from the men's game from uh, the distance from the pitch to to the boundary um it, for argument sake about 200 meters it will be brought in for the women's game and it will be like 140 150 meters from the from the crease or from the pitch it, how do you as women feel about something like that i'm using that as an example which obviously um in, in your professional space as well it it might happen um that it, it, instead of being in charge of of a big account at work you are you are given a lighter account um because you you are you are a woman does that insult your capability too much, too much. it's happened to me um i don't want to touch on it much um but it's happened to me and i feel like <laughs> wow really but I would then sit down with you and ask you what what do I need to do in order for you to trust me because I mean you look being given just, just, to 
let, let us in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go the, the whole way, but just let us in just a bit on what, what happened, what was the let, issue. Let me just say a project which I am very much capable of was given to someone else, you know, um, a male yeah. who I, I felt I could I could do it better. Like it's someone, it's something everyone knew. Before it was even given to someone else, we all knew that it was coming to me because it's something I do on a personal level also. And I do it well. So yeah, that 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 killed me. It killed, it killed, it killed me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, but I had to sit down with this person and be like, what what do I need to do for you to trust me? Why couldn't you give that to me? And obviously the reasons you get are no, you have too much on your plate, and so on and so on. I have too much on my plate, but I can take this on. This could be one of my favorite things to do, you know? So, but yeah, it was still not in my hands, but it was it was painful, I'm not gonna lie to you. It was a very a very painful experience. Gabelo, what do you think about that? Um please which part should I focus on? Kuli said so many things. Uh, 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 no, no, no. I, no, I want you to... The, 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 the cricket ball oh, is, yeah. is, is lighter. Oh, no, you, and the beauty is brought mm-hmm. in. What, what does that say to you? For me, right? Um, and and I, I, I stand corrected, particularly by Nkulu, who works more into that space, right? Uh, mm. For if, if, for example, we take an example of uh, athletics, right? Uh, 100 meters, 200 mm. meters, it's the same. Um, we, 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 women and, and men run, it's the same distance. 100 meters is 100 meters, right? Mm. But what I want us to delve mm. more into is the question of the difference. Masculinity and femininity is not the same. Wouldn't we feel offended if I say, there are two tasks to be completed and we live together and there is let me say i we need to sue something and then i need to move about a hundred bricks from one point to another right uh women do have an element of mass of, of, of muscle with them that can be stronger than men at times right but mm-hmm. in general a man is more stronger than a woman so the, my, my point is without us saying it's undermining women wasn't that question of the weight of the ball and the reduction probably of, of, of that space um, from the wicket more informed by the fact and it is a fact that men generally are stronger than women physically right so yeah. wasn't that by that that okay fine these ones I have more power if they are behind the bed they can actually push it so far that um, it, it, it for maybe one out of ten women can do what a, a uh, uh, what's his name um, what uh, what any of the best cricketers can do right male cricketers can do uh, so Devilliers can push it outside even the stadium uh, how many women have that physical muscle to push a bat against a ball to go that far. So, the, 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 and often I say this, but we need to also come back to the reality of our differences. There are just certain things that women will do better than men, and there are just certain things that men will do better than women. And, and it's not a, it's a question of how we are built. So we need to fully embrace femininity for what it can do that masculinity cannot do 
uh, and then we also need you to, to embrace masculinity for what it can do that femininity it cannot do as best as masculinity can do and that is why that is not a question of gender roles which also come into play but it's just a fact of these ones are built to be that is why when we talk about Kasta having more of um, a, 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 a more, more, more advantage over other women, it's the reality. That is not something that you would find more in a woman. So that is why we need to be careful around the issue of uh, is this undermining women or is this trying to make this thing work best, better for them than it brings. And if they, if they argue that, you know what, we want to push the same ball, then they should make a case for before the very relevant committee to say that, you know what, we are as strong as them, we want to do it that way. Because it was not to undermine or uh, coming from a condescending point, but just to look at the reality of the You understand? That's how I I, I think. That's how I understand it. It's it's interesting you say that, um, because my 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 next question was going to touch on on what Nguli said earlier because she was speaking about consultation, checking checking with um, women, involving women, you know, because you you don't do things for women without involving the women, and the conversation the conversation of of, of the boundary and the ball has now risen again. And women were saying we want to we want to play the, the full size of the pitch just like everyone. But the problem is that the people who are discussing it, just like in any corporate structure, it's it, it's men. Um, you know what I mean? Which now um, brings us to a brings a, a, a different um, side to this whole topic now. That as Mkuli was saying. Women want to be involved, but they are not being involved. It is still um, the men. It is still um, the board. As ninety percent men making those decisions, which will and anyone else affect the women. Kulisa, I'm here. Did you hear me? Yeah, so so that's the issue that that that, that Nkule was raising, you know. That um, let, let's involve let's involve the women. You don't um, have a, a board of nine mm. men and, and one woman mm. a decision yeah, yeah. Um, about women. And still expect the decision to be in the favor of of those very women. Yeah, I think what what annoys me the most is that when we have to give women an opportunity, as if we are doing them a favor, like they deserve to be. Yeah. They have to coach. They they are actually capacitated to run this board. And and often, I mean, you look at it was yeah. just, I think it's probably Ria Pierre. I'm not sure if there's another woman, but I actually haven't heard of another woman. And you're thinking 25 years into democracy, this coaching fraternity only has one woman in the in the exact. It, it just doesn't make sense. So when we do include women, we do it as though it's like, oh yeah, let's do it. It's a quota thing. We just have to have them. It's 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 it, disrespectful and disregarding so i think we need to be intentional about how we do it we need to i mean just today how she has done so many changes since she took over uct and those are things that even men couldn't achieve and a lot of us uh, would look at it and say particularly the men corners we talk about yeah all these women let's see what they're gonna do and you see that every time a woman is given a chance to lead they 
and maybe even the sporting facility for them not to even achieve uh, half of uh, the transformation that we need is because of this men are hogging on to the power. They don't want to allow women to lead. And maybe what we need is that change. We need women to lead and maybe we'll start to see a different kind of leadership that is going to be more progressive than this main one under Patrick that has been around forever. Uncle, do you want to add no, something? I'm very there? happy with what he's saying. I'm just sitting here nodding my head because, yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm like, infinite. Yeah. Like, it mustn't be a favor. It mustn't, that yeah. line I have, Gabelo, it mustn't be a favor. It must be done because women are capable. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's the that, that that's the other thing as well, you know, where um a, a lot of sportsmen in the in this country have said, listen, we 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 support transformation, you know, gender transformation, you know, color transformation, but it should be because I am good enough to do this job, not because of the color of my skin. Cabello, just because just before we, we, we close this whole thing, I did mention you the, the issue of your Facebook profile picture um, where you're wearing a, a T-shirt which is written, um, we all should be um, feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which in a, in a in the world that we live in now, that, that is going to take some understanding, especially from a guy's point of view. What does that mean? How do I, as a guy, become a feminist? And I'm going to ask you, um, Unkuli, to, 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 to give me um, your thoughts on that as well, just as soon as Gabelo is done answering okay. this one. Okay. Um, I get this question a lot of times, particularly when people go through my Facebook profile and ask the question of... Uh, why well, feminism is, is something for women so why should we be involved and more especially why should we advocate that all of us should be feminine? the fundamental principle uh, of feminism is to ensure that there's equality in the world something that we are struggling with in general whereby the men who are in charge don't want uh, let go and give women space, whereby we, we 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 are taking up so much, but we never want to make space for for women. And I advocate for equality, and I always say that I'm very much against patriarchy because it's helped us. As and I advocate for women empowerment and equal inclusion because it is good for both men and women. And I am a feminist because feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the grounds of equality of the sexes. So it is something that we should all understand that feminism is not something that uh, is, is just about women. It's about all of us. We need to come together and, and work towards equality where we respect one another. We are given equal opportunities. So men who are feminists will understand that patriarchy harms them too. It's actually not an advantage, but a disadvantage to how they they even end up doing things that are funny, things that are wrong, just to belong. So I say let's all be feminists because we need to live in a society and a world that is equal for both sexes. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. And I am with you, that he has just said. 
and I believe ma- ma- we can have male feminists. We can, and the way to do that, I think, um, firstly, men to respect feminism. They need to respect it, you know, and know that this is here. We are fighting for equality, like Gabelo said, and also just work together with women. Um, the more we work together, the more um, we can get to Zimbabwe that we want. You know, you know, and also use your your privileges, men. Use your privilege to fight for women. Fight for everybody, actually. So. Allah said 100% with him, 100%. Mm. I, I, I have one thing that I, I've realized is that when I when I came to, to, to Haudeng for the first time 10 years ago, I and some of these things I see on when, you know, when Facebook reminds you what you wrote 9, 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, for, forget the, the terrible English and, and and drama and whatever but the the thoughts that um i had as as as, as a village mm-hmm. boy mm-hmm. were were shocking to say the least you yeah. know what i mean and we we are we are all from villages here mm-hmm. and maybe to you Gabriel, have you is it particularly hard when you when you're dealing with your boys to um I don't know to, to to instill different point of views um about different issues you know because of uh, where they grew up you know what they they, they they see what what a woman represents to them in their life before they could come to the movement is it particularly hard to help them with their mindset and the way of dealing with things just because um in the rural school, you you aren't exposed to to that level of open-mindedness well it's a two-part answer right one it was very difficult in the beginning most of the boys that we were working with were older so they were already almost set in their ways right so learning and teaching them new ways was a bit more difficult but because just a year after because now we are one year six months old i mean we are four years six months old right um just after the first day i deliberately went to look for younger boys to mentor so we start from the age of seven eight nine right so they, they are in ways because they it's almost like you are given a piece of a chalk on a very clean um chalkboard right the one who is in the the path that they need to look into. And that for me is what makes the life in what needs to be done. So yeah, it it it, it would have been difficult if it wasn't um a space where the they 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 there's so much that is already put into so the favorite quote of mine is saying that it's it, it, it's better to uh raise a better men or boys than to broken men so when you find them young it's easier to in new ways it's easier to guide them it's easier to influence them in the right way it's easier to teach them uh and 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 some of the things that were taught before they met them and ensure that their mindset is almost on the right track all right th- thank you for that cabello um the noises that you're hearing um is the announcement that we joined us 
Litawo, thank you so much for for joining us. Um, if you guys don't know Litawo, Litawo is um she's a journalist um working in sports. She's a sports journalist, and I absolutely love uh, her work. Over the past month or so, um, Litawo has been engaging me a lot, and we've been talking a lot. She's been showing me some some of the things that as a man I never actually really um recognized um or see that this was unfair toward women and it point black points to the privilege that I or us as men um have uh, the privilege that we have Litabo, so thank you so much for joining us um I'm gonna take you to the first question that I asked both Cabello um, and Nguli when we started what does male privilege represent in your life, be it professionally or wherever, where, 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 in whatever you are involved in in your life? Catch all the tea after the break. I was just saying that um, thanks for inviting me. Sorry, you're going to be hearing little noises from a little person. There's a baby. Yeah, she's 15 months old and she follows me everywhere I go. So I can't exactly get rid of her. So um, what what you're saying is that male privilege, it's just, for me, it, it has represented a lot of oppression, especially in the professional setup. You know what I mean? Because men just feel superior based on their gender, that they know better, they, you know, they deserve better, and 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 along those lines, and 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 of course, the system has also allowed it like that. That for for someone who's been practicing in in, in this space for ten years now, um, you still go around where you still have to like um, prove yourself. But a guy comes up straight out of university, or even just a little young man who could be eighteen or even seventeen. Everybody would want to listen to him on some note that's much better than any other woman, just purely based on his gender. So male privilege really represented um, a state of oppression for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Litabo, in, in the in the association that you and I are in, um, the South African Football Journalist Association, um, there's obviously the, the the part of it which is which is with women's football and, and 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 the LGBTI community. How important, from from your point of view, that that type of structure association had to to have a part that focuses on the development or on the recognition of women's sport? Um, I think that um, associations like that, they, they do matter and, and they're important. But also I have found that um, it, it's, it's, it's also a platform where you get to see exactly the sort of the inequalities in terms of the demographic, the, the, the demographics not reflecting, you know what I mean? In the sense that it makes you wonder that is, is it the numbers don't reflect so well is it a matter of 
women are not in the newsrooms and if that's the situation why are they not in the newsrooms you know what i mean because and especially black mm. women you know not just women black women we, it looks like we're in the majority we see each other a lot on the fields but some of us disappear in the system while we disappear some of the girls that i started off with are, are no longer sports journalists you understand not a lot of them have come up and stayed up even the ones that have come after me not a lot of them have come up in, you, you understand so it, it makes you wonder a lot but it doesn't make me wonder because i'm a woman practicing in the space and I, i face the same challenges as them i mean like the system from the bottom up you you'll be disrespected by a ball boy and be disrespected by a security guard be disrespected by a football player by a coach a chairman anything you understand what i'm saying and sometimes it's not just disrespect it's the abuse levels as well you know what i mean gaslighting it's 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 it's, it's, it's everything it's like men are annoyed by women's existence it's the sound of your voice if you're not too loud you're too soft like no one can take you seriously because you're too soft when you're too loud no emotional you you are screaming you understand it's like everything if you're wearing red lipstick you will be judged based on that you don't wear any lipstick you mm-hmm. some scruffy dirty what what do you understand what i'm saying you never get you just it's mm. it just sounds like it's your gender because if it's not the texture of your hair sometimes if you wear a weave your your weave is for the bashing it it almost says it's about if you don't wear a weave as well they'll say this girls with natural hair they think they're all there and so it's just everything so for me i feel like the system literally needs to change from the ground up inside out you understand because even even with the guys that you would think that they have an understanding of of what's happening say something for example happens to me at a stadium you for example will be the first person to say no don't take that one to hate he's just being a boy you enabling then then enabling culture as well you understand what i'm saying so the whole thing mm-hmm. from bottom up it needs to be uprooted and cleansed if that's even the word to use mm-hmm. And, and 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 opportunities you, you know because Ongoli was speaking earlier here about just how sometimes it, a, a, a project um would would come through um in in our case it would be a story will come through in the newsroom and we know that has every as she's got every ability to carry this project out but the that you are a woman um sees that project or that story assigned to someone else because they are male yeah you're right even with opportunities sometimes if not most of the time or not all of the time with women it's almost like say an opportunity comes up and uh, say it's the world cup you have to go to a world cup people will not base take you based on your talent alone it will be based on some just she have a tough skin why do women have to have a tough skin when men can go their skinless bones and okay do you understand what i'm saying but it will be a whole host of a lot of things that would have to be looked at in terms of okay yeah if we're sending the today is she going to be able to pick up the heat will she deal with storing so properly will she ask the right person it will never be purely based on just capable let's take it do you understand but with you it will be 
okay, Kuriso is going. There will never be any issues of Kuriso is strong enough or not. It could be issues of does he have a passport if the World Cup is outside the borders of South Africa. You understand? Like it would be a logistical thing. But for women, it's not just logistical. People may even forget the logistics trying to get you that no, the president of Soroso does not like women hair, does not like women that speak out for themselves. She is too feminine or no, she is too strong. So that limits your cancer as well. So you know it's just about your gender basically. So nothing is ever taken about your capabilities and the things that you can do. I, I, I asked Uli this question earlier, Litawa, and I, I, I said to her, how do we as men um, help you guys fight this, this, this problem? Or how, how do we fight along alongside you guys with, with this thing? What, what, is the things that, what are the things that we need to do to make sure that this fight is, is won and there is um, risk, common respect um, regardless of the person's um, Gender. I think importantly, one men needs to take a, a look at themselves. Every one of you needs a mirror, Kuriso. You understand? Yourself included, my friend. You all need a mirror. Every man in this industry needs to look at themselves and look at how and look at how they have been abling and without trying to depend and go on not all BS. Not all. If you start at a defensive point from the beginning, it's not going to work. Without being defensive, every man needs a mirror. You take a mirror, you look at yourself first, and then you look in your circle that what have I been doing as Kuriso? Who have I been? And it's very honest, man, Kuriso. Not just right now, yes, you have the knowledge, you are doing better, you're working better, but you have to work better from a point of looking at yourself from an honest point in the beginning. You take a mirror, you look at yourself that what have I done in this whole situation? Have I been an enabler? Have I been an abuser myself or both? And if I have been so, what right can I do? That's where you start. Once you establish that you have an enabler and an abuser, definitely then you know that I need to change. I need to do better. A human being is a human being, regardless of their gender or anything. Each one of you. And after that, look within your circle. So like the guys that you work with, that before you go on Twitter and going on some hashtag no BBB, no, the guys you chat with, the things that they are saying, the guys you, you, you go to gym with, you jog with, your editors, you understand, the ones that you play the Sunday football league with, in the circles where no one sees you, where you're not going to get applauded or get reached, in those circles, that's where you go and, and you look at each other. Do you guys each other out? You do that. If a guy calls out again, are you just going to say, okay, this is not about me. I'm just going to look away and whatever. Why women will sometimes advocate for the culture of canceling people is just based on those things that men do not do not call each other out. Because if you continue saying, okay, I'm friends with Letabo, and you know that Letabo does not treat women better, he continues to talk down on them, and, 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 but you continue to hang around with them, and you say, I've called him out. He does post this, it's no longer my problem. You continue to hang out with the person. You say, no, I've called Litabo out. But if Litabo does not act properly, then I, I, I 
then you are part of the problem. You still hang out with that person. You laugh at each other's jokes. You hear how they speak about it. Oh yeah, his get is too short today. Nah, actually her books are saggy, and it's a high, high, kicky moment for you. You are the problem too. Whether you're doing it or not, you are the problem. Mm. Because 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 Tabelo here b- before you joined us was talking about how um when when he's writing he when he started writing about social stuff um from writing about cars and sports and then he started writing about social stuff um his editor felt like that was that was not something that he should be writing about it should be um a woman writing about those kind kind of things you know and it 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 was not welcome that that well the fact that he wanted to write about the social ills that um people in the lgbti community are facing um young boys young girls women in professional spaces mm-hmm. um are being treated like you know which which just shows you just how deep rooted this problem is the problems are much bigger i mean take for example remember last year when um uinene um terribly lost her life may her soul rest in peace and the the gbv conversation was heightened and whatnot you find that i for one i'd say post a match ask a football coach that um coach um how do you feel about this and this and that what can the football community do to assist in this and that you will see number one please so everyone's faces all of the boys faces they change some of them they'll even stop recording in the sense that this has got nothing to do with the match why are we talking about this we're not talking tactics we're not talking the football drama and the football politics so this is none of it some coaches are, are willing to engage on it you know and some will point blank just put you off and whatever and then you say this is and you shouldn't even be able to to want to say to guys explain why you're asking a certain question you say to them this is why this question is coming up because one men are the problem and men are the solution Football has a big, wide range, you understand, reach of men. Football reaches young men, reaches rich people, poor people. Hello, baby. You understand? I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, she's excited about whatever. She's she's, she's 15 months old. So, yes, I'm saying that football reaches uh, young men, reaches old men, reaches poor men, reaches rich men. Do you understand? It's got a big reach and influence too. Do you understand? If, for example, Peter said um, no to GBV, for example, or you go to his post on Twitter, you will see how many people are going to retweet and engage that conversation. Do you understand that? Why is it that we are unable to use that influence that, that the sport has? Do you understand what I'm saying? Look, for example, now with Black Lives Matter, when the, 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 the English Premier League and the footballers came out with T-shirts that are written Black Lives Matter, what it did. And the T-shirts are selling so that, you know, uh, organizations that support, you know, victims of racial segregation and whatever can benefit from do you understand what i'm saying that it, he's right 
say that everyone frowns upon when you say, let's talk about the real things. Sometimes I feel like saying to people, if you're not coming here to engage me on GBV, I don't want to hear you telling me about, yeah, I'm so excited about the PSL retaining and, 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 and. Do you understand what I'm saying? And these are the conversations that men need to have amongst themselves that I want to write about this. I am going to write about this. That is a fight on its own. And I, for one, highly appreciate it. Do you understand? That it is a fight to say about it because we're not going to sit here and say, no, what is that about? And and, and that does not help us in anything. Because he knows his influence as a writer. Do you understand what I'm saying? He understands his influence. He understands his positioning in society. And to do that, to use that to help the fight against TBV, it really is an excellent situation. Do you understand what I'm where, where I'm coming from? And this is all we have for today. Stay tuned for more of the Evolved Talk. <laughs>